Latin America is the world's most violent region. An all-out offensive on socialist governments in Latin America. Venezuela was Latin America's richest country. Now people have to cross the border to buy food. Clearly seeing the incredible opportunity here in Latin America. The risks to investing in Latin America are great. Latin America, where there is so much promise. Latin America is home to 40% of the world's Catholics. Latin America has been historically a commodity exporter. The relationship between China and Latin American countries are very positive. They will start to migrate more to South America. Welcome to the land of open veins. Sputnik, the first artificial satellite, was launched by the Soviets in 1957. That event was the big trigger for the space race. The space race showed all the great possibilities of exploration and exploitation of the space, but also it showed a new human challenge, the laws and rules of the outer space. In a nutshell, the outer space law is a set of rules of space activities established by states, international agencies and non-governmental entities. The most significant treaties were developed in the United Nations General Assembly from 1959 and later with the Space Treaty of 1967. The second article of the treaty talks about the non-appropriation of the space. And about the moon, the agreement emphasizes that no one can appropriate the moon or other solar system objects, since they are common heritage of mankind. But let's go back a few years before those laws. In November 1919, in Chile, Genaro Guajardo was born. He became a lawyer, a painter, a poet, and a high school teacher. He was always passionate about the sky. He created the Interplanetary Society Telescope of Chile. Mr. Genaro was an intellectual, an artist, a good man, but he wanted to be a real factor of change for his community. Thus, he needed to be part of the most influential group in Chile. That group was the Talca Social Club. Nevertheless, Mr. Genaro was not as rich as the members of that social club, and his biggest problem was that he had to have a property big enough to be accepted in that very selected group. One day, Mr. Genaro was looking for an alternative to legally acquire a big property when he had the most brilliant idea that any human being has ever had. Mr. Genaro went to the notary of the town of Talca and claimed the ownership of the moon. Mr. Genaro, a fanatic of the space, knew the basic characteristics of the moon and he talked about it as a real expert, as its owner. The notary did not have any idea of how to respond. There was not a single law that could reject the petition of Mr. Genaro. Technically, the moon was a not private property, thus Mr. Genaro could take it without any opposition. However, remember that Mr. Genaro was a professional lawyer he followed every legal step under national laws. After the registration of the deed, he made the corresponding three publications in the Chilean official journal, allowing anyone to challenge the request. Nobody did. Therefore, in September of 1954, he became the legal owner of the Earth's only natural satellite. Mr. Genaro was the first and only owner of the moon. The whole transaction was carried in order and respect of the laws. In that sense, 
A few years later, the Internal Revenue Service sent a couple of inspectors to collect their respective contributions for the ownership of the moon and possible tax evasion. Can we imagine how much should he pay for that property? Well, no, we cannot imagine, not even Don Genaro nor the inspectors of the Internal Revenue Service. Don Genaro told them that he had no problem recognizing the debt. Nonetheless, he demanded, following the law, that the inspectors visit the moon to make the corresponding pricing of the property. The inspectors left Don Genaro with incomplete paperwork and they didn't come back. Over time, the news became known internationally, but the most striking aspect of the story is that before the Apollo 11 lunar mission, Mr. Genaro managed the renewal of its dominance. In 1969, before the moon landing, US President Richard Nixon, in a very formal ceremony, sent a message to Don Genaro by the US Embassy in Santiago, the Chilean capital city. The document stated, I request on behalf of the people of the United States, permission to the landing of the astronauts Aldrin, Collins and Armstrong on the lunar satellite that belongs to you. In response, Mr. Genaro said, On behalf of Jefferson Washington and the great poet Walt Whitman, I authorize the landing of the astronauts on the satellite that belongs to me. And what interests me the most is not only a safe landing, but a happy return to their homeland. Thank you, Mr. President. Years later, when a reporter asked Mr. Genaro his permission to see the telegram, he said that the Americans retained all sort of communication for national security. There is not a single document that shows that Mr. Genaro received any money or if he had any profit of his ownership. He did not try to sell or take advantage of his fame. He was an idealist who always talked about peace, love and art. Mr. Genaro died in 1998. He did not have any children. However, he wrote his testament, leaving his only property. The testament said, I leave to my people of Chile, the moon, full of love for all his pains. Mr. Genaro left his moon to the Chilean people, the beautiful, the brilliant, the honey, the chilly moon. <laughs> <laughs>